Welcome to My Messy Lessons, the podcast. I hope this show will encourage you to know and love yourself more, inspire you to look at things differently, or maybe just say, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one. As you join me in my journey through life, please don't take it as the truth. I might disagree with myself 10 episodes from now, so use my discoveries simply to spark your own, to learn, think, and grow in whatever direction that takes you. On my 35th podcast episode, I couldn't be more excited to bring Lucy to you. Lucy, uh, there I could talk about her forever, but she's just one of those people you meet that automatically and forever after makes a huge difference in your life. Everybody who meets her loves her. She is sweet and kind and has an infectious smile and attitude and she's authentic and beautiful on the inside and out. I have been blessed to be her friend for about 10 years now and she means the world to me so I am really excited to bring her to you. She is really successful in her field and she is in a field where there's very few women and that's something I really admire about her. So I just wanted her to talk to you a little bit about that and then we move on to the main uh, lesson that she wanted to talk about. Also, we recorded this sitting in a vehicle outside of Purple Park, which is one of our favorite coffee shops in Calgary. And so you'll hear some city noise. At one point, there was a whole bunch of motorbikes that went past us and (laughs) you'll hear stuff like that. So I'll do my best to um, make the audio clear, um, but just bear with us for those moments. I hope you enjoy. What I work at right now, um, automation specifically is industrial automation. So it means um, the systems that I put in place uh, first uh, to be able to produce something, an end product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many women are like in your... You know, funny enough, I don't think that I've ever counted, but just to make you think about it, um, first and foremost, the industries that what I learned serve, um, so in the heavy industries, which is what we have mostly in Western Canada... So oil and gas, mining, uh, forestry, that kind of stuff. They're super male dominated. I don't know what the statistics are, but just to give you an idea, uh, the program before us had one female that graduated from it. It's usually in a room. I'm the only, or there's a couple other females and they probably are administrative or something different, Hmm. which is something that is changing, at least in my company, but. I'm the only one usually in a group of men. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Okay. Like this might not be your, what you actually talked about, but I'd love yeah. to include it anyways. Sure. Do you have like a mini lesson 
about working in a male-dominated field and how you've dealt with it? Or It's really kind of tough. I think that I've been learning it and it's been a journey and trying to see how other females deal with it. Um, I personally feel very comfortable in a room of men, but probably because I've been through it and so I'm, I don't it? notice it. Yeah, yeah, I'm used to it. Um, but there are certain things... Um, I think one big one that nobody talks about is being comfortable with yourself. Uh, not thinking too much about like, oh, I'm the only female or, you know, I'm in a room of men. It's just, you know, mm. you're yourself. You're part of a team of humans. That's mm. what you got to think about. Like be excited about the people you work with rather than all of the men that I have to work with. Right. Like yeah. we were just talking about in Purple Kirk. Not think about people as a group of a race or a group of a gender or a group yeah. of they're just people. Yeah, they're people. They're mm -hmm. all different. They're all potential friends. They're all co-workers. They're smart people. It's a mix. Yeah. You know, so not get caught up too much on I'm the only one. Um, real reality is that are, there are some challenges that you go back and you realize, yeah, that's probably because I was a female. Like they didn't listen to me because I was a female or, you know, I was in that meeting and I felt I didn't feel confident enough to say something or or ask for something. Um, it's something that I struggle with um, every time, but it's something that just takes practice. Um, having a good support system, um, it's good to kind of help you boost your confidence. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. So, what's a lesson? Like when I asked you about a lesson to share that's really changed your life or really changed the trajectory of your life or how you live your life, what's, what came up for you? I don't know. It was hard. Um, it was hard because I don't think I give myself enough credit for what I learn and what mm -hmm. I experience. We were talking about me struggling with that little voice that kind of puts me down all the time and fighting it, yeah. fighting against it. Um, so maybe that's something that rather than something that I've learned, something that I've been working on recently yeah. or struggling with recently, I haven't really worked on it. Um, but, um, learning to not put myself down in any, in any way, in any situation, because I'm the only one hurting myself yeah. and I hear other people talking about me and they appreciate me and they see great <laughs> things about me. And I don't, and that's not good. So when we were in Purple Park, you were just mentioning that sometimes when you see other women that you feel are more put together than you or have something that you don't, like a, a confidence or, you know, whatever, yeah. that instead of thinking, oh, good for you, you know, in bitch. a really... Yeah, <laughs> bitch, exactly. <laughs> um, that you try to say... You know, I celebrate you. Yes. That's awesome. Like, actually, good for you. And yeah. I'm, I'm happy for you. And that's awesome. And that's, like I said, something I've been working on, too, is moving from, like, competition or comparison to celebration. Yes. The other C word. <laughs> yes. And to just say, you go, girl. Yes. But you don't do that to yourself. No. That's exactly what we were talking about and what made me think that's something that I should do with myself. But I mean, not that I know how to do it right now. Um, 
first first step would be to shut it down first. Every time I put myself down, shut it down. Um, and then learning to celebrate myself too. The same way we do with other women. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm working on that too with myself. Maybe it's a lifelong process for most people. Yeah. I think for, maybe it is for women. I don't know for everyone, but... I think that there is a perception or an idea that being a good person is about being humble and not thinking or talking too much about yourself and not showing your ego that much. Yeah. Um, and so confusing that with actually appreciating yourself and your qualities and who you are yeah. is different. Yeah. And I think that lots of times we confuse that, or at least that happens to myself. Definitely. You know, I heard a while ago that we think being humble is putting ourselves lower than everybody else. Humility is seeing ourselves the same as everybody else. So it's like, yes, I celebrate me and I also celebrate you. Like, I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm not saying I'm better than Joe. I'm just saying I'm also fantastic Good. like everybody else. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, what kind of things... Does what kind of things do you hear in your head or what kind of things do you say to yourself? Um, one that has been coming up often and this is more related to work in my profession and whatnot is that I keep thinking that everybody seems to perform better than myself, mm. that people do things faster, um, and are better at, um, showing their accomplishments better than myself or are more confident about uh, proposing something or leading a project or influencing others um, better than what I could do. That's like a big, a big one that has been coming up lots. So, you know, right now trying to navigate through why am I hearing that voice? Is it just me going through a phase with work where I'm not quite happy or motivated enough. And that's why I'm feeling that I'm doing things, you know, maybe perhaps slower or different than others. Yeah. I think that's a big one that, uh, not having that confidence or of, you know, others are doing much better than me in this. Mm -hmm. I think self-compassion comes into that a lot as well. Like, do you find there's a difference between, Again, like when we see that and we go into ourselves and we're like, oh, I'm not as good. I'm not as capable. I'm not as beautiful. I'm not whatever. And then we start getting down on ourselves about it because we're comparing ourselves to the other person. That's just a negative spiral, like what we're talking about. But if you celebrate that person, like, oh, that's so great. They're so confident in proposing these things. I, like good for them. I want that, you know, I want more of that. How can I, and then if you come at it more from a celebration standpoint, it helps you think, what can I do to get that? Or how can I be more confident? How can I have that myself more? There's just a different feeling behind it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you start automatically like focusing on solutions and being like, oh, maybe I can take a course and in public speaking or yeah, like. A long time ago, I remember this girl was in the gym working out and I felt really intimidated by her because she was gorgeous and she had perfect legs. 
which is like the bean of my body existence. And I started to spiral, like just started. And then I was like, nope. And I went over to her and I said, you have great legs. Did you always have great legs or like what kind of exercises do you do for your legs to make them this way? And she's like, Oh no, you know, I've worked really hard to get my legs and I do this exercise and this exercise and this exercise. And so now I had more of a way forward and I was like, Oh, it took her a lot of effort to get those. Okay. I can also put in a lot of effort. And so it's just a more forward moving way to approach it. Yeah. But somehow when we start being hard on ourselves and go into comparison, I don't know. It just like blocks our brains from coming up with anything. And it's even worse when I find that I'm no longer comparing myself to anyone else. I'm just putting myself down for nothing. (laughs) And you're right. I mean, looking for solutions, celebrating others and understanding that for others, it may not come as easy either. Like they work for that or there is something that they do that you could maybe do to make yourself better. Um, sharing is very important. Being vulnerable with others too. Yeah. You know, this is what I'm going through. Is there something you can tell me in your experience that I can do to improve that? Yeah. Um, that helps a lot. And a work environment is a little harder because sometimes it's not like you can go to your boss and say, not, ne- not always, you know, I'm struggling with this. Because um, it might, it might affect um, your work relationship or or their perception of whether or not you can perform in your job. But um, there's definitely lots of other people that you can go to. Yeah, yeah. Even with that same kind of perspective, like you know, I really admire how you just present your proposals with such confidence. Like, have you always been that way? Were you always comfortable public speaking or did you work on it? Like, how did you get to that point? Yeah. And maybe they would have suggestions or something. There's something in there about taking ownership too for ourselves. I think if you think, oh, they just won the human lottery yeah, and they have what they have just because they're naturally so great. We don't take responsibility for ourselves and it's kind of doing them a disservice too, because we're not recognizing the effort that they put in to get to that point. Yeah. Like when people tell me, Oh, you're so good at talking to strangers. You can like have a conversation with anybody. You're just naturally outgoing. (laughs) I'm like, no, I worked my ass off for years to be able to talk to strangers, make conversation. Everything comes with an effort. Yeah. Maybe sometimes we have things that come easily. Yeah. But we were talking about it too. So something that might be very easy for me to do or deal with might not be as easy for you, but there's other things that you're better at versus me. And so, you know, some certain aspects of your life, you might have to work harder on versus other people. Yeah. That's okay. It doesn't mean that they're perfect and everything is figured out for everybody. There's always an effort or a struggle that they're going through. I wonder why we have this illusion that like everybody else (laughs) is like perfect perfect and walking around and doing everything easily without any effort. Yeah. Like why do we have that illusion? I don't know. I don't know anybody in my entire life that I've ever met. That walks around and does everything effortlessly and everything comes easy to them. No. 
No, it's not true. <laughs> and if you think that, it's probably because you don't know enough about them to understand. Totally. Because you can think that, especially about somebody that you've met for five minutes, you can think that. Oh, yeah. But if you actually get to know them and become friends with them, you're like, oh, they're just like me. They're like everybody else in the world. Yeah. I don't know why we have, we live under that illusion. It's very wrong. It is. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> We're sometimes very hard on ourselves. We've got to we learn not to, not to be. And if we are, I think a big thing to learn is to do something about it. I mean, it's a balance. Sometimes I'm like, I'm being too hard on myself. Like only thinking about it is making me not do anything about it. Maybe I can take one little step to make me feel better and improve on that. Yeah. Something that I'm very proud of right now is um, I'm exercising lots. Yeah. yeah. And I've gotten into a good habit and I'm happy about it. And it not only has made me felt better physically, but um, obviously I'm just happier. Yeah. And I'm proud that I've been able to stick to something and be, con and be persistent and, I don't know, do something that is fun for me. Yeah. So little things are good to be celebrated. I think we think if we're hard on ourselves, if we're not hard on ourselves, we won't change. Yeah. But I saw a meme today, actually, that said, if being hard on yourself worked, it would have worked by now. That's and true. And when we're compassionate and celebrate ourselves we're more likely to succeed at things and persist at things and take action on things. Like with you working out by you saying, yeah, I'm really proud of myself for being consistent at this and for exercising. It makes you want to exercise more. Yes. And continue to do so. But if you were like, Oh, I only worked out four times this week instead of five. Oh, who do I think I am that I can do this? Blah, 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 blah. And you go into a negative spiral. It makes you want to work out less. Because yeah. now when you're going, you're going because you feel obligated by yourself to do so. Yeah. Instead of like really wanting to do it. So being hard on ourselves actually has the opposite effect that we think it does. And another thing that really, really helped was... What we were just talking about, not, not thinking about the bad stuff about like, oh, I worked only the one time, like oh, being so negative about it or oh, I can't really, I can't control my eating. I had pasta again today. Right. No, but starting thinking of, sure, I had pasta, but you know what? I had a little less than I would normally do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I saved a little bit for tomorrow and so I'm going to eat a smaller portion. Uh, or you know what, it's, totally. instead of picking, yeah. instead of picking the sandwich or the side fries, I pick the Caesar salad. Sure. It's not the healthiest, but it's better. Yeah. So just thinking about totally. a little accomplishments versus what you did not do. Yeah. Does work a lot. Having a buddy too, somebody who's doing something with you yeah. or is going through the same thing and just even talking about it. Yeah. Um, it's a great example for exercising. Like if you have a, an exercising buddy, then it works. But, um, other things like I know a couple of friends that have been going through 
pregnancy issues and just talking about it helps yeah. and sharing some things that they've gone through about how they deal with the stress or things that they're taking to help them or that they're doing to help them. So having someone you can talk to about it without judgment or that might understand what you're going through um, helps a lot. Feel, feeling like you can relate, feeling that you're not comparing yourself to, to the perfect one yeah. um, or to the person who has it figured out. Yeah. Yeah. And shame and negativity, I think, can really only live in the shadow or in hiding. So when we feel negative about ourselves or we feel ashamed about something and we bring it out and we talk to somebody, like you were saying, we can't, we can't be as hard on ourselves or we can't be as ashamed about it because they'll say, Oh, me too. And then now you would be judging both of you. And like, you wouldn't judge your friend for doing that or for being that way or for having fertility issues or not going to the gym. Yeah. So then you can't really shame yourself for doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's partly why connecting and talking about things is so powerful. Yeah. It's nice about this podcast too. It's, it's the, um, it allows you to listen to other people that are just like you Yeah. and they might be going to some struggles that you are going through as well. So it's very, very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that... Oh, I thought it was just me. Factor. Yeah. <laughs> Always. That's so powerful. Yeah. So, what advice would you give me for dealing with my inner voice? That critical inner voice. Obviously I'm learning too, but what we've been saying, like, shut it down. Don't be so hard on yourself. Others are going through the same thing and switch it to whatever you're thinking, switch it to the positive version of that and more actionable. Mm. It's moving from two C's to two C's. It's moving from competition and comparison to celebration and connection. Celebration and connection. I love that. Yeah. This is Phoebe. Thank you for listening to My Messy Lessons. If you'd like to continue this discussion, visit my Facebook group called My Messy Lessons, The Community, and ask to be accepted into it. I would love to hear about your experiences or questions on these subjects. If you like this podcast and want to get each episode as it comes out, remember to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or would like to access the show notes, please visit my website at www.mymessy.com. The intro and closing music is Never Back Down by Floor Broad. See you next week. And remember, we're all messy. That's what makes us beautiful. <laughs>